This morning sickness. You've been deceived by an agent of Satan himself. He's evil. Sitting right here. Come on. No, no, he's not. He's not evil. He's just a bit rude. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, then. Thank you very much, Alliance. Yeah, Brett's right off there. Brett's like, what? where are they? Where's Alliance? Like, they... They haven't really like reached out. So let's, uh, normally you'll hear from. Haven't heard from yeah. them in half a year. I hope they're okay. Not sure what went on, but uh, maybe they've maybe they've made it under another name. We don't know. We'd have heard from them. That dude making that noise was would have known spectacular. I don't normally listen into the yeah. pit, so I wouldn't right. <laughs> reach out. Alliance, uh, where are you? I don't have to search you guys out the whole time. Uh, we talked about it a little bit yesterday and the day before, and it's. The the crosshairs are firmly on the back of Jonah Hill right now. I don't know what's going on with Jonah Hill, but he pissed off somebody, and uh, the Hollywood world is now allowing Jonah Hill to not be protected. The PR firms that usually protect, like they did when he said the homo F word a few years yeah. ago, and they put him on that campaign of apology and uh, you know resurrected his name, and the next thing you know, he's doing Scorsese movies, which is good, and saying horrible things in that, which was like, all right. He says he doesn't use those terrible words, and here he is in Scorsese movies using all of them. But uh, so he got the thing a few days ago with his girlfriend. Uh, I don't know what I don't know what that was. Like ex girlfriend waited. Yeah, she was. She put out a whole bunch of his old tweets that she'd saved, um, like a couple of years after they broke up, to say how he's controlling, manipulating. And I read him again because when we talked about it yesterday, I thought, well, this is how I feel about it. And then I'm watching TV in the afternoon. I had a and they're doing a whole 15-minute segment on Jonah Hill and how horrible these texts were. And I'm like, what did I miss? And then one of the dudes on the show, who's a guy I did a podcast with with uh, Caliendo. His name is Al something. I can't remember. He's a black guy on a show in the middle of the day. And it's just some daily talk show where four people sit around and, you know, they, they get serious about the news that is Hollywood. It's like a weird, almost like a Fox News roundtable about Hollywood stories. Is Gail Bass in there? No, 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 no. That's, that's a different one altogether. One. Okay. Yeah, no, this isn't local. It's a oh, national okay. show. And Gail's isn't either, but it's, she's, it's done at Cronkite. This one's something else. So they were talking, and he's like, hey, uh, so what? Like, if you put out a bunch of parameters for a girl, like, here's what I, here's what I demand to have a good relationship. And Jonah Hill, that's all he did. Say, if you want to surf with, if you want to be a, a surf instructor with a bunch of surfer dudes, uh, and it's uh, inappropriate relationships with guys that, you know, that seem like, you know, are disrespectful to me and you want to pose on uh, Instagram in your bikini all the time, then we're not, the co- we're not, I'm not for you. And they're like, what a controlling jerk. He didn't have a gun to her head, so I read him again. And it's basically like, yeah, maybe these are some strange, strict rules for a relationship with Jonah Hill, but nobody's making you have a relationship with Jonah Hill, so don't. It's basically like if I told you, like, look, I need you to wash my feet every day. That's the only way I'll have a relationship with you. It's one of my little things. And you're like, well, that seems demeaning i'm not doing that well then it's not me that's controlling it's you that's allowing it so it's on her you've accepted the terms it's not like you had her clean and deuce up on the side of the building right. or anything you exactly know? <laughs> and if you did it's like look i take dumps outside in the backyard and I demand you clean those up or we can't be together it's a it's an unreasonable request for a relationship 
That's all that is. But he, you got to give it to the guy. And I don't, I don't know why. I For feel him like- in that situation, you know, as far as, you know, if she's hanging out with a bunch of guys and then all of a sudden pictures come out that, oh, there she is with, there's Jonah Hill's girl with like a bunch of guys. Yes. But even still, if he put out a bunch of Nazi style rules, those are the rules. Like, I actually respect that. I, if Here's 10 or 12 things that are kind of weird for me, but this is what it takes to be in a relationship with me. You don't have to like. I, I, I respect that being up front. I wish people did that more often because usually you find out three or four years later that, like, this has been bothering me the whole time. Here's 10 things I don't like. If you're going to do these, let's not have a relationship because it's going to piss me off. Okay, you're weird. That's it. But there, So now, after all this. And it did end that way. They continued. They, oh, yeah. they dated, no. right? Yeah, they dated, and then he would, you know. So she knew the uh, kind of things. This is the kind of guy I am. Just weren't right for each other. I mean, it's no scandal here. But they they tried to dig it up, and it, now we realize that it was just the first stepping stone to bring Jonah Hill's name back into the press. Because to me, I read those texts again, and I'm like, this is nothing. Like he's done nothing. Now they're going after him for a uh, relationship with an underage girl with Justin Long. <laughs> Uh, he would, Justin Long was having a party once, and they had some 16-year-old girls over at She's the She's a place. Nickelodeon kid. Yeah, they had some stars from Nickelodeon over. One of those hot Nick kids came by Justin Long's house. And now she's blaming Jonah Hill and uh, Justin Long for feeding them alcohol and grooming them and being predators. 16 years. When you read the story, Jonah Hill shows up. He's in his 27, 28 years old. 23. No, he's 27 in this. It was in his late really? 20s. Yeah, if you, if you figure out when they said it, if that's true. Who cares? Right. He showed up stoned. And drunk to a party and then started drinking with the other people at the party. One of them was 16. He's getting her drinks, right? Uh, and then she's like, and then he was grooming us. And then Justin Long evidently banged one of them. He's not in trouble yet. And then uh, Jonah Hill evidently started to make out or do stuff with this girl. At least she's claiming that she was groomed by him and when she was underage. I'm like, you, what are you doing at a, again, Where's the personal responsibility? Because when I was 16, if I was in an adult party, I was doing the adult stuff, you know? I, uh, when Tony Romas, I used to feed those kids alcohol like crazy to get them to clean stuff. It was the greatest currency I ever had. If you could, at, at the age of 21, running that bar, looking at those 16-year-old busboys and thinking, I don't want to lift these bar mats ever again. I'm not doing it. Hey, Dave, Rob, come here for a second. What? You guys want a free bottle of alcohol? You want me to pour you drinks tonight? Yeah. Give me your cups. And I would load them with Jack Daniels and go, you're cleaning the bar mess tonight. Thanks, bro. You're the best. I'm like, it wasn't money. I didn't have to give him any money. It was awesome. It was didn't the cost you anything. It was the ultimate Brady barter system. I didn't give anybody any cash, and I got a trade-out for something. But I took advantage of dumb people, because that's how trade-outs work. And they, they thought they were getting something in return. I would. Is that grooming? I wasn't trying to have sex with them later. Now, the hostesses, that's a different story. The cheerleader girls that would come over at 17, and you're 21. It's not that big a gap. And they're like, I'm, I'm going to go drinking tonight. And we get one a little something in your drink. Yeah, give me your glass. And they'd bring the styrofoam cup over, and I'd pour a little for them. You're, you're the best. It was like the quickest way to get these. And then, I, you know, end up dating one of them. She was 17, almost 18, but sure. I gave it a ride. I was 21. She was almost 18. It was like a month away. Yeah, it was a pig, but. We all are. But she was in adult situations. A few years earlier as a busboy, I'm in these apartment complexes with the bartenders and the waiters. And everybody's drinking like crazy. And I'm like, okay. And they gave me alcohol. Was it right? No. But does it happen all the time? Yes. And is it, a, is it criminal 12 years later? No. Like if I, if I came Some out. Some of those parties are, and maybe you said that, you, you 
you don't know necessarily. Oh, I knew. Everybody knows. You're an idiot if you don't know you're drinking. If you went to a big party. Right. And everyone's drinking. I'm saying, you know, oh, no, those girls are 16 years old there. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not. Look, first things first. If I know somebody's 16 in a party and I'm in my late 20s, right. I'm kicking them out. What are they doing here? They're going to get us all in trouble. Uh, that's the first thing. I'm not sitting there with 16-year-olds at a party where we're smoking weed and drinking like crazy and hanging out with 16-year-olds. And then uh, if I know you're 16, you're not sticking around. I don't want to hang out with them. I didn't go to a baseball well, game. you're not going to stick around. It's their party that you've gone to and it's like you find yeah. out. Yeah. Our reaction, Brett, when Brady said he was on a boat for the 4th of July oh, with yeah. a whole load of teenagers, like, ugh, can't have any fun doing that. Because what did you say? They were sneaking twisted tees. Now, all of a sudden, it's some Mormon party where everybody's got to mind their P's and Q's. Nobody can be a real open about it. And we got responsibilities for the church. Yuck and yuck. Last thing I want to do is hang out with teenagers. Yuck. And that's been going on since I was about 25. I'm like, yeah, they ruin things because... They tattle, their parents get mad, and nothing but bad things can happen. So, yeah, Jonah Hill was an idiot, but he might not have known she was 16, although probably knew she was a Nickelodeon star. And from the article I read, Justin Long was evidently dating a 16-year-old girl at the time. But Justin Long always looked like he was 12, so that makes sense to me. And then they break out this punked episode where they accuse uh, Jonah Hill and Justin Long of, uh, you know, being with younger girls. Because everybody knew. But I don't know what Jonah Hill's done to someone to have this all surface now. That punked episode is 20 years old. This story is 18 years old, 17 years old. This girl's mad now that she was at a party with Jonah Hill. And he, I don't know if he boned her or what he did to her, but he was making out with a Nickelodeon star. And really, the people to blame here are your parents for letting you, for not keeping an eye on you in Hollywood. And going to Justin Long, Jonah Hill stoner parties without anybody saying, hey, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah, according to Alexa, he slammed her against the door, shoved his tongue down her throat. When... You know, in my day, that was called kissing a girl. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the olden days. If you grab her by the throat and you choke her and shove her against a wall, there's an that's, that's the first thing I bring up. I don't bring up the party. I'm like, yeah, one time this dude tried to choke me and kiss me. That's the, that's the headline. It's not, we were at a party and he showed up. And then later, no, first things first, Jonah Hill grabbed me by the throat against my will, jammed me against the wall and started to kiss me. By the way, I was only 16. There's your, that's the lead. Don't bury it with all the details of Jonah. Jonah came in and he was drinking. Then he got me drunk. I'm like, all right, where were your parents? Where was your handler? Where was the Nickelodeon handler that I hear so much about on sets? Where like, I have to have a, a tutor and a handler to make sure I don't drift off into the wrong spots and. How long, ago, how long ago was it again? Like 16, 16 years, years ago. Yeah. It says, seeing that, you know, in the math. Yeah. It's, all, it's all different. Well, they've got the other one where he was in his late 20s when they were making fun of him on the punk thing, saying he was with young girls. So they all, they all probably had him there. But if you're a Nickelodeon girl and your parents are like, all right, where are you going to go after the show? 15. A party. Oh, okay. Is it a kid's party? No. It's the guy from Superbad and the other dude from uh, Van Wilder. Oh, okay. And PCU, you know, the drunks, the stoners. Oh, sure, you have fun, honey. The lady that, uh, you know, it goes all the way back to that Roman Polanski thing where he had sex with that girl, that underage girl. Now, that was different because she was real young. But the question still, what's she doing at the party? Right. She was like 13. 
13, 14, And now she's whatever. posing with Roman Polanski and, like, hugs. And, like, she loves Never the guy. Never regretted it. She won't, she won't shut up about how great it was. That was the best day ever. Roman was awesome to me. My parents were the one that got mad. Oh, well, yeah. And she's in a picture with him recently hugging him. And, like, it's just crazy. Like, everything's nuts. And Jonah Hill has, like, everybody's trying to get. So there's something going to come out about Jonah Hill soon. We're being groomed by the press to say Jonah Hill's a bad guy. So I think these little tiny moments. Careful. Is he part of the church? Oh, is he part no, of the I don't know. Phase so. three might he start. He might be phase three. Better be careful. This might be them. Does he have poop on his, a nearby wall? Is he adjacent to a homeless man's feces? But that's phase that. two. But yeah, I'm, I, 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 again, like yesterday, like I said, I, I'm not sure I like Jonah Hill. Like, it's been one of those, like Brett said, he's got one of those punchable faces. Yeah, he's got the Jay Cutler. But I loved him in Wolf of Wall Street. He was great in Moneyball. Like I've, and the more I look at him, more I feel like when I used to defend Tom Brady from the phone scandal, I hated doing it, but he wasn't wrong. So at a certain point, you're like, okay, I hate Tom Brady, but I don't hate him this much, like to where his civil liberties need to be thrown. It's crazy. The smear campaign is terrible. <laughs> yeah, you're not supposed to be with 16-year-old girls. but Didn't he just have, uh, you know, like a year ago, that kind of a documentary? He and yeah, his, uh, his therapist. Yeah. Yeah. And he was doing a lot of therapy talk in those texts. Like when you're reading the text, you're like, okay, this is what his therapist teaches him, which is what you're supposed to do in therapy. You're supposed to practice, learn stuff and say this is a better way to handle things. So the therapist probably told him, look, set out your boundaries. They may not be something she likes. And he did. And they were weird. But everybody's weird. Like if I set out 10 or 12 things I'd want from someone, no one would want to be with me if I, if I told you the reality look, of if it. we're going to go to the next step... <laughs> If we're going to have a relationship, here's 10 or 12 things that bug me. So in a perfect world, this is what you'll do. And like eight of them would be things that are like, what are you talking about? Some of that would be, I mean, a lot of that would be nice to know right, right. from the get-go. It's respectful and it's actually nice. Because you would like, want to know that. Like, uh, yeah. sorry, can't. I'm not able to do that one. Here's something I notice you do a lot. You walk around with your panties hanging. Uh, I, like I see you in your panties outside a lot. I, I would prefer you didn't do that if we're going to be in a relationship. If you want to stay single and do it, that's great. But if you're going to walk around in your panties all the time at the Safeway, I'm going to go ahead and say no go on this one. How controlling are you? Just a request. That's it. That's just something I'm in. You like to take naked pictures of yourself and have an OnlyFans account? I know a guy who's uh, the escort service you're working for, I, right. you know, it's going to be a tough one for me. I know a guy who is absolutely head over heels in love with a girl and put the you can't have an OnlyFans page on her because she's, you know, good looking. And he's like, I can't be with somebody with an OnlyFans page. And I've talked to him about it. And I'm like, look, you either you kind of have to know that's what you're dealing with. And say, I don't know if she's going to take it to the next level. Because I just don't want her out there doing that. I'm like, okay, well, then you've drawn your line. And she thinks he's controlling and, you know, insecure. And maybe there's truth to that. Maybe he is insecure. Maybe he's like, I can't take it. Yeah. And he's telling you. So he's I just em- know it's going to bother He's embroiled in this nightmare breakup, not together, together mess. Because she wants to be on an OnlyFans page and make some side money. And she did. Won the ton. She did all right. I think she thought she was going to do better. And then uh, he had to step away, and it's it's killing him. Hey, but he had to do it. I mean, because it would have killed him being in a relationship exactly. for years. Now he's still chasing her around. That's the problem. Oh. Like, he didn't. He drew the line, and then, like. So he gave in on the line. Well, no. If she's doing it, she, I'll, I'll no, say she's this. Done. She basically said, I choose OnlyFans. Oh. And well, then a, there you go. As a that friend, be- right, I told him, I'm like, she chose OnlyFans. 
Like, she didn't look at you and say, I care about you too much to do this to you. She said, okay, if that's your rule, I'm going this way. And she chose OnlyFans over him, and that's what I have to keep reminding him. I'm like, look, she's she's chosen her own route, and the thing that you said is a deal breaker broke the deal for her. All right, well, give me your page. i got to check this yeah. out make sure it's, <laughs> I will. it's legit. I'll tell you, well, I don't know her. I don't know. It's probably, uh, I don't know, whore something, 69. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but... I don't, I don't know if she used her real name, but I don't know. One of those stripper names like Dakota yeah, or Amber or something like that. Because they have Instagram. Yeah, well, I don't know. How so many works. Ambers out there. Yeah, they're, well, they're all Amber, I think. <laughs> we know Ambers. <laughs> Ambers, Dakotas, Sapphires. They're all. It's Cheyenne. It's, it's Cheyenne. It's from the, the movie Ted. If, there's a, if Lynn is after it, which, by the way, is my sister's middle name. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, they're probably horse. Goldberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Holmberg's Morning Sickness. If your middle name's Lynn, you're most likely went through a pretty heavy whore face. But yeah, so, you know, sometimes you have to put a rule. Girls do it to guys all the time. If you're going to go out every night drinking, I'm not going to be in this. If you want, And sometimes dudes choose the alcohol and, and Drizzly shows up with an order to the wrong house. And the next thing you know, you're in a fight. <laughs> <laughs> One of my favorite stories of all time. Wife told him he couldn't What's drink this? anymore. And he went to his friend's house, ordered the Drizzly, and didn't change the address. And she's sitting at home after the big drinking fight, and a big fat order of White Claws shows up at the house. Did your Drizzly order go to the right place? Oh, God damn it. And he's in a bigger fight. <laughs> but she she was right, laying down the law, saying, hey, I don't want you drinking anymore like that. So choose the alcohol or choose me. I'm going to Doug's house. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> and then it was that. We all have those moments. You choose that whore or you choose me. That's usually how a relationship starts. It's either me or her. Oh, the whore's pretty good. But I can't introduce her to my mom. I'll take you. We all have that stuff. But I don't know what Joan And that one has a, you know, financial reasons for her, too. Yeah, there's, there's a, a lot. A little bit. There's a lot going on with that one that... Uh, I think a lot of girls, like you said, they get into the OnlyFans thinking that they're going to make a ton, and they realize it's work. Oh yeah, yeah. no, yeah. Like, well, I mm. think they, I think it's an ego shot too, because a yes. lot of them are like, "Ooh, I'm the hot girl at the office. Everybody's going to want to see my snooch." There's so they go out there and they, they fill their bean, and they, yeah, you realize it's just saturated <laughs> with snooch. <laughs> it's snoocheration. <laughs> so if I don't want to look at you doing this particular pose, I've got I don't know trillion and a half other options. Yep. And so your 13 cents a day isn't really cutting it. I think they all think they're going to make it. I saw a girl making 40 grand a month. She's pretty special. She's special and she's been working it on Instagram yeah. for three years. My favorite ones, because my buddy who had this was showing me the pages. And he goes, but look, some of these girls, like their subscriptions were like $3. 
And then they're rubbing their snooch up against the couch cushions for three bucks a guy. And they're like, that ain't worth it. Go get a job wow. at Taco Bell. I don't, like, there's, and they're just hoping it all kind of accumulates. But some of them are real expensive, but I could never do that. With all the free porn on the internet, I, there's no possibility I'd ever drop a couple bucks to watch some chick in her apartment rub up against the couch. Come on. And if you're on OnlyFans and you're just making it, you know, lunch money. <laughs> Come on. If you're, if you're yeah. making a Happy Meal money. If you can't get at least a round of Troon Golf every day out of your OnlyFans. What's that? It's 150 bucks. Okay. Right? And you got right. two yeah. for one of riblets over at Applebee's. <laughs> right, yeah. If you're getting on. 400 on season. Yeah, on season. Yeah, if you can pull on season Troon rates daily. <laughs> Which is about three fifty to four hundred dollars yeah. a round, which is insane. But if I was doing only, if I was showing my pecker on uh, the internet and I was getting free golf every day, that would be worth it. I'd be the paid sporanic of dicks. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if I'm running summer rates at Papago over here and get twelve bucks a day, I'm not. I'm not going to show you my pecker. <laughs> it's got to cost more than a, a box of donuts. But yeah, so I mean, you put down the rules. You lay down the, the bucket of range yeah. balls. Stop fiddling your bean on the internet, please. I, I find it disrespectful to the relationship. And then she says, I'm going to fiddle my bean. Goodbye. Then there's your message. Like that's, And she's not wrong either. No, because, well, that's what she I'm saying. She wants to do it, it. She was straight up. Right. She only wants to do it if there is income right. coming in. Exactly. And if you work out an agreement, you know, let, the, let society frown on you all day long, so what? You guys have your agreement. That's a good thing. And a lot of people look at... Other relationships going, oh, those people are a mess. Okay, maybe they're a mess. Maybe they're making that mess work. Who knows? But if you've got an OnlyFans gal and you don't want an OnlyFans gal and she's choosing to go down that snooch road, you have to make a choice. Like, all right, I either got to get over the snooch thing or I got to move on. Better give her the attention she wants. Pouring meant more to but her. But see, that's the attitude you got. You can't have because now you can. Now, what I hear from you there is you can't have an OnlyFans girl. And you can't. Yeah. Because you would worry too much about the attention she's getting elsewhere, which is what you got to dismiss if you've got an OnlyFans girl. Like yeah. the guys who date strippers, dismiss the idea that they get attention elsewhere and understand it's transactional, and they trust it's transactional. That's it. I, I have a tough time on the influencer side as well. What do you mean? Well, like OnlyFans or influencer probably would be because that is the same thing. Well, what What's is she the motivation? Influence? She's just opening boxes of like fake press on nails. And well, stuff. I don't. Yeah, but I've built my audience, and I, you know, it's their oh. life. It becomes their. You're life. saying if they, they they're self centered egomaniacs that think that they're so important that the internet needs to hear from them. Yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah I, I think I would run into that problem too, unless they were actually pulling off a job. Yeah, like if you're on there doing influencer stuff where you're selling like nail polish, and again, you're only making lunch money. It's time to cut bait at a certain point. Say, this isn't a good uh, investment or time investment. And I think it would be tough because if you're not that person and like, wait a minute, I got to put this on. Every moment of the day is <laughs> right. I got to. Oh, yeah. You just don't want to tolerate internet people. I'm with you on that. Somebody that's got to film themselves doing something all the time. Well, I watched the Dr. Phil yesterday where these people were complaining about being homeless. And uh, they're like, we didn't want anyone to know. And Dr. Phil's, well, you put it on Instagram. (laughs) Like they were filming themselves being homeless and like we didn't want our friends to know. Who the hell else are you telling then? We we just have to we live in fear every night of a knock on our van. Where and he's like, You got a three hundred sixty dollar phone. Uh and and then the dude is paying child support. 
$1,050 a month for child support. You can't afford that. And then, but then he's like, but yeah, but it's the greed of the corporations that, uh, the, 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 the unaffordable housing. That's why we've been booted because these landlords are so greedy. And all I wanted Dr. Phil to say is, who's greedier, the landlords or your wife who knows you're homeless who still demands $1,000 a month? Right. She's keeping you in that van. You are a dumb f- But then this other guy, this idiot, gets uh, he loses his house because his boss didn't give him a raise and stuff. And then they raised his rent. And so he just moved into his cubicle. <laughs> what? Yeah, he, George Costanza, the whole deal. Wow. He moved all of his stuff in under his cubicle, and then he'd go, all right, everybody, have a great day. And everybody would leave for work, and then he'd just do a lap around the building and then go right back in. he set up his cot and his stuff, and he'd wake up a few hours before anybody got there. And he had wow. But Instagrammed it. So I'm like, you're not you're, – you're doing this for attention. You, you can yeah. go find a place to live. Who in the, the building would do that here because we have that shower here. We have plenty of I've open spaces. I've been in that shower. That thing is more just like a... Is it? Yeah, it's like holding your thumb over your urethra when you pee. It's, just, <laughs> it's barely a trickle and it shoots everywhere. Other than promo kids, probably... Yuck. Well, hopefully the guy who cleaned the crap off the wall. You think Har showers? Oh, Har. No. Har who else? The we'd tes- know. The Tesla breaks down. No. Yeah. If Har was showering down there, we'd know because the drain would back up with all the hair that's coming off of it. <laughs> the guy's losing a lot of hair. <laughs> just saying. There'd be a sloughing. There'd be a massive merkin over the. Oh, everybody, every day, you, we'd get an email every day from a Susie down there going, "Hey, whoever's using the shower, clean up the mat of hair you leave over the drain every time." <laughs> it won't last much longer because Hart doesn't have a whole lot left. But if he's showering down there, come on. Wintermeyer's not doing it anymore. We, he took. Oh, well, we don't know. Maybe Wintermeyer <laughs> would have been the candidate. Doing that a yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Putting on the face for face, yeah. Facebook and Instagram. By the way, I got an email back yesterday after talking about Suicidal Tom, the traffic man at uh, KJR. Oh. And, well, because I text Jim Sharp. And then after the show, he texted me back and said, oh, my God, you guys talked about him? He goes, that'll make his day. And it, I, he enjoys, I don't know, like it was like a big thrill for him to have us making fun of him for being suicidal and doing traffic. And uh, this morning, they had some Italian guy on instead. Yeah. So I think Tom, how that worked. I think Tom done himself. <laughs> Sal was taking yeah. over this morning. Sal got it done. Sal's been waiting in the wings yeah. anyway. I thought Holmberg Listen. was talking about what a great job I did. It turns out. Oh, oh. <laughs> hey, it's Sal, the Italian traffic hey, how guy. How you doing? For some reason or not, a suicidal Tom didn't show up to work today, so I'm talking about your roadways. <laughs> Sal, the Italian. Dodge it. Get out of my Jesus Christ. Move, asshole. <laughs> Now that's traffic. I that's listen, traffic. Though. I'm Sal with traffic. You got a guy in front of you? Get him out of the way. Wave your gun at his face. <laughs> the Red Mountain is three honks. <laughs> yeah, it's Sal with your road rage traffic report. That's we awesome. got some <laughs> asshole up here in the 202 going 45. What the f- wrong with you? I hope you're listening, you piece of <laughs> Push the pedal, Prius yeah. boy. We got trouble out in Maryvale. There's a gaggle of them standing on the corner. Dodge that road. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> That's exactly. Oh, Jesus Christ, I half expected a drive-by from standing around. <laughs> anyway, Sal, KTAR traffic. <laughs> out! Howdy out! Back to you, shop. Where's Tom? Oh, he done himself. Oh. Done himself. He shot himself what? in the face. Oh, the kid was a depressed mess. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to stand up comedy thing, but the biggest problem he had, he ain't funny. <laughs> Brought to you by Turf Paradise. Yeah. 
Ooh, we just got a report up there at uh, I-10 and uh, Elliott. Little too close to Guadalupe for my taste. Evidently, a tamale cart fell over, so there's a backup. <laughs> I'm listening to Sal every morning. <laughs> every morning. Uh, see, I got ideas. Yeah. I could I could fix it's your amazing. Rating. Sal, the Italian traffic guy. <laughs> I take the points on tonight's game. Let's get back to Got to take the over on a Mercury. <laughs> now, you heard me. I'm betting WNBA. I got a problem. <laughs> No way these girls don't go over 45 tonight. Take the over. <laughs> Sal, they didn't hit it. I'm Sal, brought to you by FanDuel. Hey, no, we don't have a sponsorship. You don't. <laughs> Sal does. Sal got one on the side. Don't make me do you like Tom did. Sources tell me. Yeah, yeah, Gambadoro's, you know, grouchy brother. And my brother John got me this job. I'm Tom Gambadaro, traffic guy. You need concrete? Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey, we're out in the Apache Junction out there. Something going on in the 60. Hey, Copperhead meth freaks. <laughs> when the car's moving, you can't have any of it. <laughs> Get the f- out of my way traffic coming at you ever- on the sevens. <laughs> but yeah, Tom's gone. So anyway, uh, I got some good emails I wanted to read you guys. Uh, what's this one? Oh, okay. So yesterday we played the game uh, where we did like a rapid fire home run derby type question thing it was just simple trivia and one of the questions was was the tallest dog yeah all right so guy says i was listening to the show which i do every morning which we appreciate matthew says uh, through the years i've been listening this time i felt compelled to reach out to you find folks at kp to let you know you're providing false information the great dane is not the tallest breed of dog Uh-oh. that distinction belongs to the irish wolfhound which we had a debate off the air like i thought yeah, was I the scottish it, yeah. deerhound or the irish wolfhound were taller yeah, and you were the yeah. one who brought it up. Like, I'm, and I'm like, yeah, maybe Great Dane, because I know Great Danes are tall. It's, it's, uh, and Great Dane was the answer. So not the tallest dog. Uh, it's the Irish Wolfhound. Just uh, wanted to let you know I'm highly disappointed about this, especially coming from a <laughs> dog person like you, John, an amateur zoologist like Brady. I'm both shocked and appalled that you would let a contest slide this morning with that BS yeah, Great Dane answer. All joking aside, love the show. Look forward to hearing your reply tomorrow. Just wait until after 8 o'clock. And no, Brent, I'm not black. I just don't get up early. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We have created monsters. Man. Monsters, I tell you. You tell him there, Brent. <laughs> it's like, it's like. look, Chief, the guy got the answer yeah. wrong anyway. It doesn't matter at this point. Yeah, exactly. It's over. That's true. And by Jesus. the way, there's a little bit of a problem over there by Princess Brent's house. Somebody evidently yeah. honked the horn and woke him up a little bit before <laughs> 8. Uh, so, yeah, it, well, evidently it's this, the Irish uh, wolfhound, which I've been around, and they are magnificent animals. Incredible. But I, maybe the maybe the question was, what's the tallest dog ever? And right. it was a great name because they're pretty tall. But those Irish wolfhounds, I remember I was at a girl's house in college. She had a little party. She was one of the weird girls. Like, we went out of pity, but she was the quiet wallflower girl in the school in our uh, – I was wasting my parents' money doing theater in college. <laughs> Dummy. And so we went over to this girl's house thinking, well, maybe if maybe if we all act like we're friends with her, she's trying to reach out to us. We went over, this chick was nuts. Like, she was just a full-on, is it the, it's Zeus, the, biggest, the, uh, the biggest dog ever is Zeus a Great Dane. So it, it is an yeah. individual There you dog. go. Relax, Chief. Yeah. yeah. So go back to bed, Brent. <laughs> what was his name? You're Brent. I yeah. forgot his name. Matthew. Matt. Matthew. But yeah, we go over to her house, and this little wallflower, who dressed like Little House on the Prairie style, is in a bikini top and a pair of jean shorts, just aces. Like, whoa! This quiet one that we were all worried about shows up whore when we go to her house. 
and then opens the door because I told her I love dogs. I'm like, oh, I got dogs. I'm like, oh, uh, opens the door, and these two Irish wolfhounds come out. I've never seen them before, and they look like stuffed animals and like a witch, like a little kid made a wish that his pony became a dog, and they came to life. And these two, and she's like, they were abused as puppies by somebody. And I'm like, oh, I hate people so much. They were abused, so they're a little standoffish to certain people. They took to me immediately, which was great. I've never been around a cooler dog in my life. That's the they're only time gigantic I'm, greyhounds. They're hairy. With that weird, yeah. like, wire. They oh, they're fly. so neat. And just the sweet, once they liked you, it was the sweetest animal ever. I've never seen one since in person. A beautiful animal. So, but either way, Matthew, uh, go f*** yourself. You were wrong. <laughs> uh, here's another one. It says, uh. Dear uh, John, I like the show a lot. I've been listening for years. I was in the car yesterday with my wife and my 16-year-old. He hadn't heard of Glitzies either, by the way, but that's not why I'm emailing. <laughs> Glizzies, I believe. Yes. Is what, not Glitzies. I was calling them Jizzies all day. <laughs> Glizzies is what Brady calls a hot dog now because he's, he's in tune with the teen he's street. Like, <laughs> he's the Jonah Hill of our show. He just loves the relating to the kids. Got some parties this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You guys want to go out Load on the boat? Up on some twisted teas. I, yeah. I got a grill full of Glizzies. You want to throw your meat in my grill? Goldberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. Uh, so that's not why I'm emailing you. Uh, um, you said in passing at one point during the show, quote, we're not running out of water. We've got plenty of water, end quote. A few years ago, I had a dilemma at home because you said, you know, they don't recycle your trash. The blue bins are jokes. Oh, I'm big on that one. And been proven right as cities have basically come out saying, look, None of this uh, is getting so done away with we, the can. We too. do what we can. The whole surprise was like, if you guys want to do it, you can do it yourselves. But these blue bins are not. We try, but it's not all getting recycled. And then there was like a big study that said there's a 3% difference since before the blue bins to now. And what actually is like, they've done nothing with these things. Because it's a terrible. Don't start knocking the sanitation business. I love right. the sanitation. Oh, oh, hey, Brett, what it is Easy is the sanitation people have decided to say. If we fool them into making another pickup day, we got more jobs. Exactly. The jobs there right. you go. And yeah. then so don't, shut your pie hole. Uh, I, I think Tony look. Soprano afforded that big ass house. <laughs> and I'm the boss of this thing. If you want to go around <laughs> telling people that there's no more sanitation, it's fine. What are you going to do with your garbage? Mm-hmm. You drive it over to Maryvale like we've been doing. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it says uh, a few years ago, you said the thing about recycling. My wife was losing her mind. She hates when people don't believe that climate shifts are real. She has a series of shirts that she wears that say, wake up, the planet's dying. Well, you did it yesterday. She heard you say there's plenty of water. Worse still, my son heard it and said, you know what? He's right. I think we have plenty of water. Oh, my God, the fury. I'm more on your side than hers, but I don't state my case because she's just irrational. It's her way or no way at all. And I don't ever bring up that she loves golf and drives a Yukon. Right. Oops. Other than the shirts, the and other than the shirts and the attitude, she's really not doing anything but yelling at people who disagree with her. I just wondered how often you think about the problems you cause when you make flippant remarks like that for us normal guys, Jared. <laughs> I don't think about that at all. That's your problem. Yeah. You married a woman, you didn't fight back, and you let By her. By the way, we appreciate both of you listening. By the way, she's off the leash. Yeah, the whole family's listening. Sounds like sixteen to forty year olds all the way. We we, we cover all the bases. Nice. Uh, yeah, you let your wife off the leash with this topic and didn't fight back, and now she's out of control. And now, if you try to fight back, 
she's she's made her case clear, and now all of a sudden you're going to start disagreeing with her? No, you're done. You think he's got the second golf bag in his car? No, but uh, no. well, but look, if you're a big fan of golf and you drive a Yukon, shut up about the environment. Because golf courses just water, 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 water. That's also, all they do. All those T-shirts, a lot of water to produce. Uh, I don't know about that. Is it that is true? true? Yeah, we had it in a Guadalupe Square. Is question. that real? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so take your clothes off and stop driving. <laughs> That's what Toledo's advice is. Lose the <laughs> yeah. shirt, sister. Show me a <laughs> for the environment. Anyway, so yeah, no, I don't think about that uh, that stuff. I just say what I say because I think that's real. We got plenty of water. I see pictures of Earth from the moon. This thing's loaded. Hey, all the reservoirs water. are full again. Well, beyond that, we got Vermont loads of just got uh, what two months worth of water yeah. in two days. Yeah, Vermont, is, oh, yeah, New York too. Yeah. No, yeah, we don't count when there's wins. We only look for losses, like they're doing with the temperature right now. Right. They're rooting for this thing to go 18 days and break the 1974 record for some reason. It's like uh, yesterday we almost hit 110. And I was watching, and Royal Norman's like sitting there going, hey, 111. Like, it just came across. Like, the, the airport's 111. Woo-hoo! Okay. We we're barely hitting 110. It happens all the time. 18 days, it looks like we're going to hit 19. That breaks the record. That means the Earth's dying. No, it doesn't. It is getting weird. It is. It's a lot of, it makes sense to me. We've poured so much concrete and asphalt, it's probably going to heat up a little bit. Does that a, it kill the planet? No, planet's going to be just fine. We're just going to leave all our stuff on it when we die off. Okay. But I won't be here. I won't either. And if you're golfing and you're driving a Yukon and all you do is go on Facebook and bitch about how the earth's dying, you're not doing anything either. By the way, the Facebook thing takes up juice. Turn all your stuff off. Stop driving if you're serious about it. Well, that's inconvenient. Become an Amish. In your lawn. Right, which becomes my, my argument back to all the people that yell at you and don't do anything to change it. Uh, and, and we bought blue trash bags and we put our... Plastic water bottles. I, I go through more plastic in my life now than I ever have before. Yep. Uh, there's no question that the plastic thing feeds into our feeling like we're getting something done. Pat ourselves on the back. Water comes out of the tap just the same. But I have two full cases of water bottles in my house all the time. And I I could reuse them. I never do. I don't even recycle the bottles. I don't go fill them up again with the filtered water out of my fridge. Because yeah. mm, why? <laughs> I got another bottle right here. I use more plastic anyway. I'm not doing anything about it. But I also know this. Convenience will trump your beliefs in a heartbeat. So that Yukon's pretty nice. That Yukon's pretty awesome while you're bitching about how the planet's dying. Because you've got to keep up with the Joneses. Well, there's that. But you're also, you just like it better. Mm-hmm. Whether you're keeping up or not, you're, you're yelling at everybody else because they're choking the earth out. You're not doing anything. And, and Jared, the job you have now is not to fight with your wife, but to uh, indoctrinate your child into believing the right things. The 16-year-old sounds like he's on a good plan. Look, I've seen, I've seen the moon shots of Earth. This thing is covered in water. I don't know if you guys knew that. This planet is mostly water. Eventually, we'll figure out how to suck it dry. And still mostly uh, woods and, I mean, you know, as far oh, as yeah, the we're people outside of yeah, it. Yeah, fine. We're chopping all that down, and that's fine. We're good. Once we figure out how to desalinate, we're good. Yeah, well, once we figure out a reasonable, cost-effective, convenient way, we know how to do it. It just costs too yeah, much. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Again, convenience wins. Oil wins. All this stuff that we complain about is kicking ass. It's more convenient. They're not taking away our conveniences. That would stop us from consuming products. Oh, it's such an easy, simple thing. So shut up, lady, and go play 18. And It's $12 today to go out there. Wrap a cool towel around your neck. Go bitch about uh, Greta Thunberg and then uh, hit your 7-iron 120 Make sure you yards. drink some water. Right, yeah. <laughs> Hydrate first. Yeah, guzzle down all that earth water you're so mad about. <laughs> Hydrate so you can go stand and play golf. And by all means, take the Yukon. 
Uh, this one, this you guys are going to love this because of yesterday. Uh, dear Holmberg and crew of greats, it starts. Wow. That's new. I like that. Does that include all three of them? Yeah. I'm not included <laughs> yeah. in the crew of greats. <laughs> I wasn't aiming it at any one particular member. <laughs> but somebody felt a little insecure. Uh, I was flipping around the stations uh, yesterday uh, during a time when you guys weren't being awesome. Sweet. So most of the show. Must be uh, Yeah, it was, uh, it was a song uh, I didn't like. I like a lot of different music, and the song you're playing wasn't something I wanted to hear, so I flipped around. But I do enjoy you guys, and I always come back. Uh, all right, we're not quizzing you. Anyway, I wanted to t- uh, thank you and tell you why I love your show over everyone else. While I was flipping through the dial, I heard another show ask the callers to call in with their favorite time of day. <laughs> wow. Worst radio idea ever. Uh, then it says... Um, Mine's 11 11. Yeah, I like 11 11 because I make a wish every day that I die. <laughs> Hasn't happened yet. Don't have the courage to do it myself. Tom, K T A R, uh, says, What is your favorite time of day? Now, I don't know how much you guys plan your show, but I'd have to wonder how fast anyone who suggested this idea would have been fired by Holmberg for wasting the planning meeting. <laughs> <laughs> what if we did a call in for your favorite time of day? Mine's 420, bro. Yeah. Ah, that's what you're going to get. Because yeah. yeah. we already know the answers. Yeah. We can predict it. 420, uh, bro. Wake and bake. So then I flipped again to hear another show say, call with a story about when a time a bird or bat went in your house. <laughs> 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 then it dawned on me. Well, Homer, really sucks. <laughs> you're paying other shows to have terrible ideas so you guys don't have to work so hard. <laughs> no, we're feeding them these ideas. <laughs> I think it might be easy to do a radio show. I have terrible ideas like this when I'm talking to people all the time. How hard is this job? Barry. Right. Not hard at all, Barry. <laughs> We've heard the other shows, too. We actually don't get to listen to the other shows. But it's look, we have a, a service. Oh, and then he told, and there was a PS on that I didn't read because it was a much longer email. Uh, but at the end of it, he said, also later in the day, he was in Tucson. He was a driver. He went to Tucson and heard um, a, a show say, tomorrow's topic of the day. Tell us when a bird or bat flew in your house. Oh, so oh, it's man. on one of these lists that uh, promos, like show, radio shows get these things that are uh, prep sheets. Uh, comp- I used to work at one called yeah. Premier Radio. And they, they put out a packet every day. Of stories and sometimes suggestions, suggestions. and, and it's, it's usually isolated it's catered to catered to your type of music right. and all. So, that. like, we get one that basically says uh, celebrity birthdays. Yep. It kind of just it's a list, so you don't have to look. Yep. And but they also have here's some ideas for your show, and they're always horrible. Always. I used to work at one at Premier Radio, and you'd have to come up with ten, <laughs> and I'd sit in that room, and you and at first you'd try. To like come up with good ideas, and then you realize you're just on a time crunch, a 24 hour time crunch. You got to get this out. I still do top tens. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, and it's brutal. So, and sometimes they're interesting little studies or surveys, like AFI released this, and and they just they have it's just a news thing. They just right. they scour a bunch of things and give you, but then they they have the nerve to come up with these ideas. And basically, what radio is is a bunch of idiots. Remember John, what they call them? Phone starters. Phone starters. Do they send us a list of phone starters? Uh, they used to on this one, but Premiere. Yeah. When we were in uh, Little oh. Rock, we were a part of Premiere, and it was all that we get a list of phone. And starters. they basically a consultant will tell the host, dummy up a story about something that happened to you, make it fake it, right? Say that you had a bird in your house, <laughs> and then make callers call in and tell about when they had a bird in the house because everyone's had a bird in their house. And so they fire off these You'll phone starters. You'll be super yeah. relatable. I don't know where the 
tell us your favorite time of day came from. That is the most bland idea I've ever heard. I'm like, it's about 12.45 every day I jerk off. <laughs> so long, Beth. Well, thanks for calling. <laughs> I like morning time. Could you be more specific? 7 to 8. A little more. 7.21. Thank you. Bye. That might be the worst radio idea I've ever heard. And there's a lot of bad ones. But yeah, just for the record, it would have been about six seconds if we had a planning meeting for the show. And somebody suggested favorite time of day call-ins. My favorite time of day is about 10, 12 when it's all over. As soon as Larry, Larry, yeah, Larry starts. Hear that, I'm like, ah, my favorite time of day. We got through another one, boys. I don't know how we did it. But yeah, it's basically consultant radio, which I frown on all the way. Because it's, it's the death of creativity. And viral topics. Yeah, in fairness, the, the some, trends. Sometimes you know, they hit. Yeah, sometimes they have an idea that sparks but the rate something. Rate on that oh, is three so percent. It's it's uncreative guys in suits who've frankly ruined the entire business. Who because they've never done the job. They, they can't. They've never succeeded at the okay, job. What yeah. they're really good is programming, and telling people what to do, and we got a load of those. <laughs> Loads of Brett knows what I'm talking. Oh, about. Yeah. and and they're the ones who tell you about all their jobs. That's yep. how you know you've met somebody in radio who's a failure, is that they tell you that they've had 35 jobs in the last eight years, and they use it as a badge of honor. You were the first one to kind of open my eyes to that, where it was like, how does you having nine jobs in seven years mean that you're successful? Because <laughs> other radio suits have had that same resume, yeah. and they've made them feel that way. Yeah. They hate me. Yeah. No, you've only one... worked in one place. I'm like, wasn't that the goal? People, in Arkansas, they used to tell me that. Yeah. You've only been on in Seattle. Yeah. Well, like, well, no. Well, yeah, you were in Arkansas, though, so everybody was searching for answers. I know. <laughs> Today, what's your you, favorite but, name for a hot dog? Yeah, what, what, do you, what do your kids call food that you don't like, all right? My, uh, my son calls cottage cheese jizzy. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, whoa! 741, it's 82 outside. Traffic with time in a minute. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, they, they, and sometimes they knock one out of the park. Sometimes it's a good idea, but it's a very low rate. So, yes, hilarious. What's your favorite time of day, Pop? But the bird in your house story. You know. Casseroles and... <laughs> if I heard... <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about. Oh, you remember that? No, I don't remember that. You remember that. <laughs> anyway, hilarious. But, you know, give you them a break. Get casseroles. They got to fill time with everybody else. They got to fill time with everybody else. Brett evidently heard something else. He's taking a shot. <laughs> He passed on the information to us. We know what he's talking about. And it's not good. <laughs> we don't want to kick them immediately. Although hilarious. But yeah, I don't know who did that. I don't know what shows are doing what. I don't pay attention to any of them. Well, you, you used to write those War of the Roses. Oh, I didn't battles. write them. I was one of the people who sat in a room and took oh, the I thought you said And then they didn't let us do them live anymore. So I used to be the... Well, it was rare. I wasn't... I was a fill-in. So I would sit in a room in uh, Sherman Oaks, California and wait for radio stations that were scheduled to call to pretend that they were uh the angered loved one the angered loved one is like somebody sent the wrong person flowers and i would pretend to be the unknowing dumb guy boyfriend who did it or the one who got scorned you've been busted and there was a script and sometimes on those and in fairness to those sometimes on those you go off script but most of the, i did a thing I, I was jay leno and the times I went live, if I didn't stick to the script, the guy in Des Moines could not keep up. Like he had, he Wait had a minute. A, he had a two-minute script. He was promised two minutes, and his boss will yell at him if it goes longer than that. 
And you'd be like, so, Jay, how's it going with Elian Gonzalez? Well, you know, I just got him in my closet right now, protecting him from the feds. And, you know, I'm just doing this big Jay Leno thing about it. It's 22 years ago. I remember Elian Gonzalez was the target. (laughs) So Elian and I were singing, you know, and the next thing, you know, the feds were in our house. uh, You know, and I have a poster of him above my bed now, and I do terrible things. Off script. Off script. Uh, It sounds like Jay's drifting. (laughs) And nobody had the chops to, like, follow along or at least play with it. Okay, Jay. Because these were guys who were, and you could hear it in their voices. Their bosses called them during their show and go, that was too long. Well, that wasn't very good. And they were scared to death of that phone call. But what's your favorite time of day? Brady, what's your favorite time of day? Every minute. <laughs> go for time. Yourself. That's yeah. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, 420 would have been the answer we get all the time. And then time. you get the even... one mine was 701. That's when my father finally right. passed away. Yes, exactly. Okay, right. thanks for your car. <laughs> They always get that one guy's like, 7.03 a.m. That's the day I learned my cancer had gone away and I only needed to lose one eye. <laughs> oh, great. How you doing? It's back. 8.15's my least favorite time of day because that's the time they told me that it had returned. Get my eye poked out Thursday. Thanks yeah. for the call. You, you just got a four-pack of tickets to the RV Expo. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you're not going to be able to see it, but if you want to improve your home and garden, the big show's going on this weekend. (laughs) The big one? Yeah, the big one, yeah. Have somebody drive your uh, cancerous eyes down there, and then you can feel for new flowers. (laughs) Speaking of blind people, the Baltimore Orioles have decided, I don't know if this is new or if they've done it before, uh, that they're going to wear their Braille uniforms again. Wow, for Let who? That sink in. Now, I'm not well-versed in the blind reading because <laughs> why would I be? I can see. <laughs> I don't need to learn Braille. If I'm ever, I'm not going to just in case learn Braille either. You know, that's almost, ask, that's begging for it. Like, I learned to read Braille in case my eyes stopped working or failed. I got Dr. Jay Schwartz on the hotline. I'm <laughs> He's fixing this crap, I'm telling you. And if he ever told me you're going to be blind, I'd be like, well, I guess I don't read. I don't read now. Holmberg's morning sickness. Disgusting. They smell. They're sticky. They say things that are horrible. Holmberg's morning sickness. So, uh, but the Orioles uniforms across the front of them, the big Orioles logo is in Braille now. And Brady and I were looking at it like, who's watching that? Who's ever going to walk on the field and go, who am I watching here? And just rub their chest. And by the way, isn't Braille like a finger job? Yeah, you made a great point. It's too big. You, you got can't, gigantic hands. Like, you don't make giant Maybe Braille you can signs. ring it with the foam hand. Scan it over there and it reads it for you. The phone goes, Baltimore Orioles. <laughs> oh, I'm in an Orioles game. How did the, And I'm on the field. How did this happen? And I guess that's an untapped market of blind consumers that they haven't sold them jerseys yet. But they still don't know what they look like. And nobody else knows. It's like my friend who got the tattoo that he thought was like some strong Chinese thing. And it's the logo for Coca-Cola in China. Yeah, they could write anything on that. None of the players know. And I don't. Th- I think Braille is, I think you just have to run fingertips over Braille. I think that's how you read. But you can't run a yeah. whole hand, right? So it appeals to no one. I watched a thing the other day on the news where they were celebrating this indoor soccer league for the blind. With the beeping ball? No. Hmm? Nothing beeped. What? And the celebration after the goal was hilarious. 
They're was running. There one connection? Trying to hug. A couple of them were like two planes in the air that shouldn't have been that close. They clipped each other. <laughs> there's one. And he just grabs that, like, he Scooby-Doo grabs air thinking there's somebody to hug. <laughs> and then I thought to myself, how do they know they like soccer? I wow. thought you say the celebration. <laughs> yeah, there's, 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 yeah. some, think about there's it. some. Wow. That's a meta stuff. Yeah, that's there. a big one right there. How do you know? I'm picturing the goal scoring sounds oh. like a bunch of bird strikes in the there, there must have been. Boom, boom, there boom, must have been boom. something on the ball. I couldn't hear it. It has to be, because yeah, how would you know be. you scored a goal? The, the dude knew. Like, he kicked it, and the goalie stood there. He obviously had no clue. He just goalie? stood there. What yeah, the I don't goalie? know. What's the point of the positions, really? All right, you're in the wrong spot All again. dude with that guy is what a target. Maybe it's Paulson, like a phone. But if I think they make sounds. Once, it has to make sounds. It doesn't make sounds. Yeah. I didn't hear it, Because the softball was the ball yeah. beeps. Right, the ball yeah. beeps. But how do you know you like soccer if you're blind? Unless you weren't blind the whole time. Like, you have to be... You're like Mender? You can't be an original blind. No, these dudes Not an OG? Yeah. yeah. Their eyes were gone. Like, one they of the dudes had no okay. eyes. So it wasn't even like... He wouldn't even, even see shapes see and colors. This dude was... and But the celebration after the goal went in. Because I think somebody just went, You did it! And they're like... Ah! And they're running around. And just like their arms were out for hugs. And then other blind people ran by them. It's got to be with a their sound arms out. when it goes in the goal. But they need to put a sound on the players for... <laughs> For hugs and celebrations, because that was just a catastrophe. Like it was more organized when the buildings of 9/11 came down. Away, people ran away. We got too many injuries <laughs> happening on the celebrations. <laughs> Guys, you gotta stop. I, I, I don't know how you even know you like soccer, but look, just if if you say goal, just take to your knees and like thank whatever deity it is you probably shouldn't believe in, and then move on. But yeah, I don't know how you like. I don't know how you know you like soccer. Oh, whatever. You I, know, I, you know what? You're playing a game, and in your mind, you've created this amazing game. But then you got to go play what's in your mind, and it maybe doesn't match up at all. Like it doesn't I don't matter, matter though. It yeah, doesn't matter. Like, doesn't matter. You can't see it. So yeah. who cares? Yeah, yeah. But no, I need I a blind think... person to tell me how ah. you know you like soccer, and it had to be because you saw it before. But uh, maybe you know. I mean, if you describe it well enough, here's how the game's played, and they can. Yeah. Put together the, uh, you know, the field in their mind or saying it's a, sure. a grass field. And then go give but them the ball. Right, because if you're blind from the get-go, you'd have no idea but yeah, you'd, any you'd, concepts, really. No. Like running plays and stuff and, and giving a guy a look, you know. Like there's a keys in sports to like seeing something open up and the other. And you hope that like you and I have a relationship where I'm like, I don't need to talk to you, but I can give you yeah. a look to know or go over there. Yep. Like it's in football all the time. You're like, you seeing what I'm seeing? Yeah, okay. Football. I gotta, yeah. uh, there's not much passing going on. <laughs> you just, you just keep whipping your leg around until the ball hits it. You might be out. Well, you could, you know. I don't know. I wouldn't run they, once. I'd stand in my spot and then just pendulum my leg around, and then maybe the ball finds me one day. Boom! And it's eventually going to roll into the goal. It's or if the goals are smaller too. It was a small. It was a very small oh, okay. field. Because they don't want him running the full pitch. They don't have Ronaldo running through there? No. But and, the amazing thing the was... indoor, right? Yeah. But the amazing thing was, I read, I read later that that team I was watching beat the women's U.S. national team 5-1. <laughs> 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 20 
12 mil. They keep That's losing. They keep losing to dudes. <laughs> It's hilarious that we don't talk about that as much with the women's national team that's so proud of themselves. Just can't beat a high school team to save their ass. Seven to one, five to one, twelve to nothing when they had that shortened up. And then they, the, the clip I saw the other day was a bunch of handicapped Mexicans w- with crutches beating the tar out of a woman's team. These guys were former athletes, so they all had crutches. They were given like crutches, and they, they beat them like seven to two. <laughs> These guys were fast. Oh, there's videos on uh, yeah. your guide to blind soccer on. Oh, my God. Communication between players. I'm not saying it shouldn't happen. No, I know, but they're basically telling you how they do it. I'm saying, how did you know you were interested? Like, I need that explained to me. And I'm not being a jerk. I mean, a little bit, but I'm not being a jerk. I'm basically asking the question, how do you know you like that? Like, I get kicking a ball, but that would be frustrating. And maybe it is. Maybe it's uh, people that did play soccer at one time and lost their vision. Has to be that. Like, accidentally blind. Like, not on purpose blind. Personally, I'll watch blind soccer. Oh. I will watch it all day long as long as they have that Mexican soccer announcer. He can make a colonoscopy yeah. sound exciting. <laughs> it's true. That guy's pretty great. And by the way, a sighted soccer always ends one to nothing. So it's not like the action changes. The beautiful game is usually a 2-1 finish, 1-1, one, one, or 1-0. One so Rayla- if the blinds get one in, they're doing just as much as regular soccer. Raylo says, God damn it, John. Did you just backhandedly ask us what color is your favorite blind activity? <laughs> yeah, call us with your answer. <laughs> blinds. Today I want to focus in on our blind listeners because that's all they can do. By the way, we should acknowledge the half dozen or so texters who said, My favorite time of the day is 5.45 a.m. All right. Yeah. That's when the cock crows. <laughs> one of my least favorite times. That's when I start working. It's just a strange thing. I just thought I'd throw it. I don't know how you like... I, I certainly don't know why... You, first off, why you're an Orioles fan and you were blind... You clearly were blind for the last 10 years if you're an Orioles fan because that was impossible to watch. Yeah. And then, But now they're good. Right. So getting an Orioles jersey for blind people. Maybe the Orioles saw a bunch of blind people in the crowd and were like, they love us. we got to do something for them. But you'd think that, I don't know how Braille works. I just thought it was fingertips. I thought it was just book size. Like even on the, I never understood the ATM Braille. Or, or even worse, the drive-thru drive ATM. ATM Braille. Yep. They got Braille on the ATM. I, I, you got to be placed in front of the ATM. Because the sign says, no walk-up drive, drive-thru ATM. Right. You can't walk up, supposedly, as a pedestrian. You go, you're go. you supposed to go inside. Yeah, you got Braille all over it. <laughs> For this, the Disabilities Act made it so, hey, hey, hey. What if a blind guy drove up here? He'd be helpless. I've never seen a blind person using an ATM without help. Because they don't know if the screen's working. Like, they're just wasting their time if the screen's busted. I've been to plenty of ATMs where the screen isn't working. I have to go to another ATM. Blind guy wouldn't know. If well, I think they got those headphone jacks on them. Oh, that's just a lot of work. Just have a friend help you out. Oh, I agree. I don't know why. I, so like, you got to feel around time. for the headphone jack? Yeah. Yeah, there's a headphone jack in there. Like, you'd think it would be like a little arrow. Unless they're Bluetooth yeah, now. Yeah. I don't know. There they used is. to be. Because a headphone jack's probably not in the same spot all the right. time. Plus, you have to have pretty good working knowledge of the ATM itself to go, all right, the headphones on the uh, DL3-9500 are over on the right. You have to know each model. You have to know each bank's. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm glad I'm not blind. And I feel bad for people who are. But how do you know you like that? I chuckle riding on the 202 and down in Gilbert. Oh, There's a couple smaller. of warehouse buildings, and one of them says U.S. Braille. And every time I go by it, I kind of <laughs> laugh. Who are you advertising to? Does he have, like, a sleeping mask on? That dude's moving. Yeah. He's, he's yeah, got that's got some skill. <laughs> no, that guy's wow. playing. That dude can see. He's cheating. Oh, my he's God. Cheating. Yeah, yeah, Look yeah. at him. Look he's at the celebrations. Right, right. Oh, there yeah. he found him. A em. general idea of where people are, and he just jumped in the air. <laughs> they probably were like, come here. 
Here, boy. That was come on, come on, come on. Sleeping oh, masks on. Just, yeah. And now, hold, wait on, a minute. hold on, the other the guy goalie? was walking toward the goal. Yeah, there's, there's a few guys. The that, some of them see shapes and colors. It's like legally blind in some spots. The one I watched, Look at the that. dude see, had no That's eyes. what I'm saying. Now, that was real, though. They showed the fans in the uh, cheering, but yeah. they were facing the other way, so they didn't know which direction. <laughs> they didn't even have to go. Yeah. <laughs> Just mic them up. Yeah, this is a game going Watch on. how quick sure. the goalie reacts. Secondly, the goalkeeper can see. They're a special oh. part of the team, but they're the only fully sighted person allowed there on the There we go. Pitch. And he then still missed the goal. That there's yeah. someone behind right. the goal. They're a guide whose aim is to help out the attacking team on their offense. So he's just sitting there going, look, 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 How bad a goalie are you when the blind guy scores on you? I mean, well, you can you see him coming chick. at you. He can't see where he's shooting. <laughs> and why there's constant communication. Yeah, if you give up more yeah, than, you really suck. If you give up more than a goalie here as the yeah. only sighted guy. Sorry to call out your guys there, Brett, but the Italian guy was looking to the right. Yeah, no, hey, look, he wasn't looking anywhere. So these guys aren't blind, are they? They're just blindfolded? Well, some of them are blindfolded. The ones that see shapes and colors. The one that I saw. Yeah. At number nine, there's blind. Blind. Yeah. yeah. Black guy's got no eyes. Kind of football. And there's Prince football. William for no reason at all. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I just don't know how you know you like it. Interesting, and I definitely buy tickets to that. Only in the hopes of the celebration, because the celebrations were a riot. And it was on the field celebrations. The one that that dude did was smart. He ran to where the team was yelling and then just jumped towards them, and they caught him. So there's sighted guys on the. Of course, I'm not sure I trust that either. Because I know the guys on the bench can't see either. And how do you, like, the coach has to know who to start and how to tell a guy, well, you know, you're just not up to snuff yet. Anyway, it's an interesting thing. But Braille jerseys don't make any sense. The world's gone to But if you're blind and an Orioles fan, now I'm going to make fun of you for two things. So take that. Uh, what do you got on the big board of musical treats there, Bert? Although Woodstock Camden Yards is a beautiful park. Well, to you. Yeah. It just smells funny to them. It's all that matters to me. Who cares? It smells like brackish water and dirty crabs. (laughs) Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by Action Ride Shop. We'll talk to Josh about getting some uh, Action Ride Shop Braille jerseys made for the blind out there on the trails. (laughs) Blind uh, bikes. Yeah. (laughs) Full line of Pivot, Santa Cruz, and Rocky Mountain Uh, bikes in stock right now. Check them out, actionrideshop.com, or just head on over to the store over there in Gilbert Road and Southern. I'm going to talk you through the trail. Yeah. Just listen to my voice. I'm just going to ride ahead of you and scream, follow the noises. <laughs> Come on, Ruben, you can do it. Uh, on the list, we got Bad Omens, uh, Limp Bizkit, Terror, Chimera, System of a Down, Falling in Reverse, Hate Breed, Michael Jackson, Man in the Mirror for Jonah Hill. What's that for? I don't know. That's what the guy wrote. Uh, Ozzy, Stone Sour, Static X, Clutch, and Prong. Um, asking him to... Why would that... Ask him to change switch. So he's maybe because Michael making, was a peta. Oh, there you go. That's what we're getting. Oh, uh, yeah, I forgot. That's Joan yeah. Hill's getting accused of banging a kid right. or a teenager. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> uh, I don't care, Brett. Pick one. Make it good. Uh, yeah, we haven't had clutch in a while. All right. But electric worry. and it's quick and easy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We're putting out some clutch. Uh, now that would work. I, I would understand that. Clutch having braille merch. It's a Audio. It makes sense that blind people would love Clutch. And you can still go to a concert. I remember my, my friend Jason, who had no eyes, went to the live concert with his girlfriend, who had no eyes. Wow. And at the end of the show, I saw them, and they were definitely not facing the right direction. Seriously? Yeah. The whole cr- <laughs> They had good seats, which was, I don't know who gave them good seats. It sounded the same everywhere. 
So they just give him general admission or lawn. They didn't. They gave him actual seats, which had to piss off the people two rows behind him. And then you can't uh, even see. Get the hell out of the way. They were kind of turned more towards the speakers than the stage, <laughs> which makes sense. Yeah. So they're over on the left side of the pavilion, and they were facing left, and everybody else was facing right. And then as they were leaving, they just sat down and waited. And then I fear God into him because he just, hey, Jason. Ah! Who was there? Like, oh, yeah, sorry. It's the big bad wolf. I forgot. Thanks, Dan. Did he bring his dog, too? Mantra was there. Yeah. <laughs> Mantra was under the seats on that hot, hot concrete. Brutal. Just, Mantra was, I've poor never, dog. I've never met a suicidal dog before, but Mantra was close. All he did was climb in my Jeep and look at me like, take me away from oh, him. <laughs> he touches me. <laughs> I, like Macho, if Macho could talk, he'd have told every lie to not be in there. He started biting Jason. He hated him. <laughs> Laying him on that, just stuffing him in the cars, like in places he didn't fit just to be close to him. Macho just looked like, I hate this kid. And then when he started to bite him, he had to give him away. And he gave him away to, uh, it was, his name was Nacho with Jason. Nacho, and that was right. Macho when Marty took my friend Marty that's took right. or our coworker. I'll take that beautiful dog away from me. He never tried to bite Marty once. He bit that blind kid like every day for a couple months. I got to get rid of Nacho. He keeps biting me in the hand. Wow. Wonder Lost why. a lot of weight. Oh, he, well, first off, he, fit, he had his first. So much cocaine. He had his first bath and then the mounds of cocaine just to relax. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, it was a seeing eye dog who hated blind people. <laughs> he hated. He hated Jason. I remember in the Jeep, one, he, I had a CJ7 with no air conditioning. Came right home. Every goddamn day I had to give this kid a ride home. And at first you're nice, and then after a while you're like, all right, you can take advantage. And that's why I stole money from him. That was a different story I've told that before. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true, Brady. I know. Eventually kick in for gas. I know you're blind. I feel bad. But after the 10th ride, I still got to pay bills. Prorated. That's going to talk about. I had to sit and watch him try to devour that burrito. Ugh. Oh, it was awful. Like, he had to figure out how to unwrap it and then work the whole thing in his mouth because he couldn't just take nibbles. Finish it, Master Foo. Oh, but uh, Macho was jammed on the floorboard of the passenger side. Big golden retriever on the floorboard of the passenger side, just on that hot, hot floor. I'm like, I don't have air conditioning, Jason. Put him in the back. Nah, he got to be by me. He doesn't need to be jammed down there. Now. All right. And he reached down to pet him, and I heard... <laughs> <laughs> like, just leave your dog alone for me. I don't think he's too happy. Man, he's been real grouchy lately. Like maybe it's because it's a hundred degrees and you keep stuffing him in hot spots. He's miserable. And Jason couldn't see it. And I think the dog. It took the dog a little while to figure out. If I try to bite him, he's not even going to pull his hand away. <laughs> I can get him. Dogs in there go. I should have bit him years oh, ago. He, this once the dog figured out the kid had no defenses to it. He took years to gain trust, and then he was going to kill him in his sleep. That dog was like, I can't stand those crab eyes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> and we'll put some glasses on. He did. He had little tiny <laughs> boiled crab meats for eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it was so weird. Fascinating. My favorite conversation I've ever been privy to was Jim Sharp telling him he's got to wear glasses in public because it makes people sick. <laughs> and Jim was trying so hard to be diplomatic. Why? Well, you just got to put some... Here, I bought you some Oakleys. Why are Oakleys? They're glasses. They're going to cover up your eyes. If we're going to start doing public appearances and you want to be my intern, you got to do that. Why? It's You're difficult to look at, Jason. What do you mean? Like your eyes are hard for people. Like it makes people uncomfortable. I've never had that problem. No, no one's ever told you. <laughs> it's just hard to look. And I'm like, Jim, you're doing a great job. You keep it up. 
I'm leaving. This is horrible. I don't know if this is true or not. John, I, for one, am that guy that everyone freaks out at because I have to back through the ATM line so my blind passenger can touch the Braille ATM. Why don't you just – you, you have a blind passenger that doesn't trust you with their code. <laughs> right. You're not a trusted they, they, like you're just, I'm not giving you my code. You'll rob me. Well, maybe it's true because I robbed the blind. <laughs> At a Taco Bell. That's what somebody else said. It's it's for the passengers of the vehicle. It's on the driver's side. Yeah. What? <laughs> they make a blind side guy right. one. Yeah. Another yeah, guy says you don't do, like if I had a blind friend. He's like, take me to the ATM. I'm like, well, I'm not flipping a bitch in there. Tell me your code. Right. And you're also not hanging over my lap. Right. The other one says, guys, get this. I do jujitsu in Mesa. In my class, there's a blind guy that does the class, but. Even better, he rollerblades to class. What? <laughs> Get a video with, with this. With a cane? It's amazing. To, yeah, with right? the cane? Yeah, it's, gotta be. it's amazing to see him go through that daily. He's a beast. He's got to sound like that sticks too much time on my hands song coming to Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a constant yeah. Oh, here comes Kevin. <laughs> Rollerblading to work. There's, that's a clicky stick. As long as I'm sticking. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That's crazy. I got to see that. If I ever saw a blind guy rollerblading, I'd just pull over and start writing down things I need to see now. Yep. This just reminded check. me. Yeah, check that. Blind guy on rollerblades. Succeeding. Check. Blind soccer. Yeah, well, I've seen that. I haven't gone to it live. I've seen it on the news. I know it's a thing. Wow. Anyway. All right. Let's do some clutch. Electric worry. No, no, I clutch. We didn't say clutch. We said terror. No, you oh, said clutch. Clutch. Oh, we said oh, I thought you said yeah. terror. I got excited we'll about terror tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> we'll do terror later. Clutch, you're right. We did say clutch. Uh, electric worry. Well, I got excited about terror for some reason. Oh. It was on the thing. I'm like, I like terror. Like, what happened? And then I put it in my brain that we we're going to listen to terror. I like clutch, too. Uh, it's electric worry. It's your wake-up song. It's 98. Hey, it's not weird. It's pretty cool, actually. No membership fee. I have heard enough of this. 